2: Creepy Presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 20 No Wolves in the Still Wood The gray wolves of Virginia were made extinct over a hundred years ago. According to regular surveys by the National Forestry Service, no sign of any such animal has been found since 1900. The occasional reports of large predators, just after dusk or late at night, Usually by the occasional hiker or party of campers in the Stillwood, residents of Laurel Ethia, nearest the woods like myself, no better than to try. Receive the same tired reply from Animal Control: there are no wolves in the Stillwood. When a pet gets lost in the dark of the Stillwood and never returns, or worse is found mauled and blame falls on the usual suspects foxes, wild dogs, or teenagers with too much time and too little compassion. A few years back when the Bradleys, a little family brand new to the falls, had their boy David go missing from their own backyard, never finding more than scraps of his jacket and a little blood at the edge of the forest, the official response was adamant. This was a kidnapping, not an animal attack. Old timers like me just shook our heads and muttered to ourselves, There are no wolves in the Stillwood. So, if you want to sleep at night this close to the forest, keep your doors locked tight and your shutters closed fast. If just to buy some peace of mind to stop you from catching a glimpse of the Stillwood late at night. And should you somehow find yourself walking near, or God forbid, through the woods some evening, head home as quick as you can. Try to ignore the sounds of the night wind, howling as it does. It will only make your imagination run wild, after all. And should you see what cannot be polychrome eyes shining through the mists from the underbrush or somehow in the branches above, should you be blessed enough to make it safely home, take what comfort you can in this thought. There are no wolves in the still wood.
3: Welcome to the Drift and Ramble podcast. Each episode, we'll explore true stories and American legends. From the pages of history, we'll look at the people, places, and events that helped shape a nation. The Wendigo's appearance is often signaled by sudden cold and wind, and though it can take many forms, it's most often described as a giant creature with prodigious strength and incredible speed, tall, pale gaunt, almost a skeleton. The wendigo has human qualities, but inhuman abilities. And while we call this apparition by its Native American name, the phenomenon occurs in almost every culture around the globe. In Arab countries, the creature is known as a ghoul, and a simple YouTube video search brought up a video of one of these creatures terrorizing a young cameraman in Iraq. The Japanese have a creature called Jikininki, or roughly translated human-eating ghost. With stories dating back before the 20th century, this corpse-eating ghost carries many similarities to the Wendigo legend. In European countries, the ogre was said to be insufferably hungry and often ate babies to satisfy its grotesque shape. Stories of survival notable frontier men and women, explorers who struck it rich, and the outlaws that stole it from them. So, saddle up, or settle in, for the Drift and Ramble podcast.
1: For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us. At CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at creepypod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated.